Hi, Sasha. Today. It's a sad day. It's a sad, it's a happy day. It's a sad day. It's kind of like graduation day. It's graduation. As we go on, we remember all the times we had together. And yes. <laughs> this is our wrap-up episode of wrap season up. one of Free Period. But wow. fret not, it's not totally sad because we're gonna come back it's no gonna, we're gonna okay. come back it'll be fine but, but still we had graduating seventh grade i, I know it's graduating i mean we're gonna still talk about seventh grade but i feel like you never graduate seventh grade as we what a, what a journey we've all been on we still like let's let's just say some high points we still have not found mayonnaise greg we have not found mayonnaise greg uh we actually haven't said willie saint marie in like two episodes i know which is that's a that's a big one that's for me. a big one i know um what else what else I mean, having a parent on last week oh my was God. so... The greatest. And like, spoiler alert, for next season, we're <laughs> going to have another set of parents. And my mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, That was fascinating because like all of our stories, my dad was able to just say his perspective. Oh, like yeah. getting caught, smoking pot, which here's something. Here's a wrap up. Are you ready? <laughs> Everyone. I found a diary that I have not seen since I wrote in it. So it's my diary from 14 years old. It went missing one summer and I found it the other day that in is a crazy. cardboard box under so many photographs. And Harry and I went through it and like we're, we were organizing it. And at the bottom was my diary that I've not <gasps> seen, not opened since I was 14, 15 years old. I'm also looking at this diary. It's, it's a baby blue diary with a lock on it it's so nice it's really nice it's from bond street <laughs> <laughs> it's like my mom got it for me so everything to read this diary after it actually is such a fitting time but for our last episode just wrap up it's i mean this I is know. just a wrap up but like i found this diary two days ago before we were recording it's kismet. this it's kismet and there's just like one entry that is happens two days before alana's birthday <laughs> which is also kismet where remember everyone that i said i c- c- turned myself in yeah about the well, pot also your dad said that you were like that I mean you have how yeah. you have told me is yeah. that like you were never the instigator ever you were a perfect child ah, and Theo you. and Theo was hiding under the bed while you were doing your yes. dance <laughs> but then my dad said that I used to like pinch Theo and say ow Theo's hurting me which I'm sure happened when I was like young young yeah but as a teen I really was I was great yeah um so I <laughs> But here's what happened. This listeners. is this is on the page. This is on the page. December 13th, two days before Alana's birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. I just panicked. I was like, right? I just looked at Alana. I was like, right? Um, best friends. Um, okay. December 13th. Shit. I'm dead. I am, in all caps underlined, dead. <laughs> Found Theo's pot. Theo told Nicole, our babysitter, that the Coke can was mine. So I thought I smoked out of an apple, which I did. I guess I also smoked out of a Coke can. That's like way harder to do is smoke out of a Coke can. How do you do it? I don't know how. I never, I always did an apple. I, I think a Coke can was just felt very, it's like you need to punch. I don't even know how to do it now. It's aluminum. It's yeah. like, how do you punch? Anyway, an innovative thinker I was. Um, fuck, I'm caught. Again, underlined, I am dead. Fuck, I'm done. Done. And then five underlines under done mom's gonna scream cry dad is too <laughs> first of all neither one of my parents i've never seen them scream, scream cry. cry it's like ah! <laughs> our baby like you know we said and then the next page actually is like talking about you know how they both reacted which is interesting but um so it turns out that Theo, yeah, Theo told, on me. told on you. But I think what happened was I was given the opportunity to deny till I died. Right. And my dad sat down with me and he was like, "Did this happen?" And I can't lie. I st- if someone asks me something point blank, I cannot yeah. lie. I cannot. Lie. I'm a terrible liar. It's such. I wish I were better. I know. Me too. I'm. I'm so envious of people that can lie. No, you and I are like. Wait I know. Um, you and I are both like we, we can't do it. Even if I tell like a tiny fib, I will go down a rabbit hole Same. for for weeks until I just own up to it and I go, I'm so sorry. Like I said that that shirt was white, but it actually is like eggshell Same. or something. I have to confess, and they're like, I have to totally confess. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. 
So I, my, I think my dad or my mom, now I'm forgetting, sat me down and they're like, did this happen? Did you smoke pot? And I, I said, yes. But let so, it be known. It was, it was Theo. Theo ratted <laughs> me out. And then, so I sent this to Theo being like, here it is in print. Because Theo and I always argued about this. He's like, ah, you never confessed. Like, you, like, they found out, blah, blah, blah. And I sent it to Theo and I was like, Theo, it's in print. This is what happened. And then he was like, wait, you did Coke? Because he got saw the Coke. He saw the Coke can. You were like, no. I was like, no, never, Theo. And then um, Theo was dying at mom's going to scream cry dad is too because two of us imagining our parents scream crying is the funniest thing in the world. Anyway, on Alana's birthday, December 15th, things are getting a little better, but not much. Mom talked to me the whole quote. I'm very disappointed in you. Drugs are bad. I'm so disappointed. Awkward and unpleasant silences. And then she was cool. I told her how I didn't feel connected to, with her. She had mutual feelings. I mean, it's like I'm 14 years old. I'm so mature. I told her I only did it three times. So I had to lie to her face. Oh, God. She's going to find out the other two times. I've basically lost all trust. Fuck. I talked on the phone with my dad and he was almost crying, but not scream crying. Not scream crying. I felt so bad and stupid. I may have to go to this program every weekend where we talk about drugs and help out at drug rehab centers for community service. Other than that, my social life is done. I'm grounded. I will also miss pot very much. Okay, that's a bold faced lie. Yeah, I did not like pot. No, me either. No one ever did. I mean, maybe some people did, but I just always feel like I, it was pure, pure peer pressure. It was peer pressure. Peer pressure. And I never, there was never a time, I think even still to this day, I feel like we've said this on the pot already. Uh, again, take, take a, drink. a drink. Who's going to be sad when I, when, when you're not going to hear that every week? <laughs> It's like the things that I keep saying, like, I'll never forget. And yeah. sorry if I've said this on the pod. Yep. Um, and Willie St. Marie. And Willie St. Marie. Um, but I don't think I've ever said, like, I was so happy that I smoked weed last night. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said that sentence in my life. No, never. Never. Not to say that I'm, like, down. Whoever wants to smoke weed, like, I'm down. I think I'm just, like, too <laughs> Jewish and, like, too anxious to smoke weed. I know. And I was that, that way since a very young age. No, completely completely and I was the same but anyway I thought that was fun to wrap up the season with just like okay some evidence um and just a lot of these entries are like I'm so ugly um which is so I mean and that I like really wish I could tan and now I just sunburn (laughs) and I mean it's a lot of this stuff is like I'm dumb I'm ugly you just actually unlocked a really crazy um memory of my not not tanning but I this is also a very pointless story. I don't even know if this is a good story, but I just got a, a memory unlocked. A whiff. That I used to go to Sports Plus camp. I don't know. Do you ever remember Sports Plus? Okay. So Sports Plus was at my middle school. It was like a camp where like you could all summer long you could go, but like on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, like Monday and Wednesday, it was so cool because like Mondays you would either go to Castle Park, which is like mini golf in the valley. Or you would go ice skating, and then you come ho- you come back for lunch, and then you could go to the movies. What? It's the best day ever. What? Yeah, and so then Were there ice cream sandwiches involved. Yeah, dude, okay. it was like the best camp ever. And then Wednesdays it was beach day, okay. so you would go to the beach, and then Fridays you would go to an amusement park. What? What is this called? Sports Plus. It was like a free, like a free. No, it wasn't free. I think it must, but it was like really cheap because like me and Danielle went and um. I will never forget. I went to Raging Waters for the <gasps> first time. I've never been, and I always wanted to go. Dude, now I have a crazy fear. Well, I've always had a fear. Bacteria. A fear. Bacteria. No, not bacteria. Of getting stuck. Uh, one of my like biggest fears is getting stuck in a water slide. Theo did. You are. I'm literally. Theo. To say I can't. You know the covered water slides. I can't go Theo in. Theo got stuck in a covered water slide. Where he was too light. He was very small for his age and he was too like weightless <laughs> and there was not enough water. Stop. So he got stuck in Hawaii. <gasps> he got stuck in a, so we were like, <laughs> oh no, oh no. I went first, slide down, easy. Yeah. Ready to go. Shot me right out. <laughs> Waiting for Theo. Theo's like waving from the top. He's so oh. high up and we're like, come down. We're waiting like five minutes. <gasps> Everyone starts panicking. The lifeguard's like checking. They can't see Theo because it's like a a loop-de-loop thing. Everyone, two people, one person has to go from the top to retrieve him. Second person has to go from the bottom of the water slide, climbing up, which is hard. There wasn't enough water or something to move Theo. 
because he was like too light or something. <laughs> I don't really know this. <laughs> and he was traumatized, I'm sure. No, he, oh, was, he was fine. fine. I think that I was my biggest fear is getting caught. I don't know why. I don't know what. It's probably something that SD told me at a young age of like, you're going to get stuck in the water slide. And I just like couldn't. If they were uncovered, I could do it. If they were covered, I couldn't do it. And I also like, I had like really crazy. I guess I had like abandonment issues as a child. Like things with like water and abandonment. I don't know what I did in a past fucking life. I don't know what happened. But like I'll, a shipwreck? Maybe I was in a fucking shipwreck. <laughs> in one of my past lives, I was in a shipwreck. I was a, I was a pirate. I was, I honestly, I see that for myself. I was fully a pirate in one of my last in one of my last lives. Like I was shipwrecked on a like pirate. The pirate. I was on the Titanic. Maybe I was on the Titanic. Maybe you were. Maybe I was on. The and you were Titanic. abandoned by your loved one. I was abandoned. I was Rose. Or no, I was Jack. Yeah. I was Jack. Yeah. I was Jack in a past life. Oh honestly, but like. I mean, these are terrible stories, but like I have like no, multiple not. stories. I have multiple stories of like, like being so terrified of water. And um, like there was one time where like we were at the St. Francis Fair, which is like a valley fair. Yes, we talked about it. We've this. talked Saint about Francis it. Fair. And there was like, a, I was really young and there was a boat like ride that like you would just, it was like, you're like in a little boat and you would go literally in a circle, in but you would valley? go through a cave. Yeah. It was like a carnival ride. That was like a carnival ride that they would have okay. once a year. It was like a water thing. It was like literally a baby ride. And for some reason, when I went into this, it was literally like a circle. It looked like, it looked like this bowl. And there was like a little, there's a salad, there's a salad bowl and thing. And there was like a, like maybe like a two foot tunnel that you would just go through and then come out the end and then you get off the ride. And I got in the boat. And then when I got into the, the, tunnel this is when I was very young too I was like six or five or six I panicked that my parents were gonna leave me Aww. and I remember start, I was the I was the baby on the ride that started crying hysterically crying and I ruined the ride for everybody in there and I was like no. crazy I think it's because Esty and Danielle used to play the game where they we would go to like I mean I think again take a shot if I said I, I've said this on the pod but we used to play a game where we would run around Ross you know like Ross dress for less because yeah. that's where my mom would take us after school so she could go shopping and Esty would run around with me and then disappear. And then I would be like, oh, my family left me. Oh and God. I'm going to have to live in the Ross dress for less. So. Not no. Not Fine. no. Kind of. Kind fun. of down. Wait. Oh, I had crazy baby, little baby, baby abandon. of the family. And also, I don't know if I've actually said this on the pod again. Good Take drink. a shot. Everyone's going to miss this. A good, I know. Everyone's going to miss this. A good wrap up. But the way I learned, did I ever tell you how I learned how to swim? No. Okay, so maybe I haven't said this on the pod. Um, so we were at like a all-inclusive resort in Hawaii, and Esty had, um, Esty had found the, like had like met these like cute teenage boys. And they were hanging out. My parents, I hated kids club. Again, abandonment issues. I had really crazy abandonment issues. Or I was maybe just a child. I don't know. But I, <laughs> my mom would constantly try to like put me in kids club and I would hysterically cry. And also I think it was because Esty told me that floaties were for babies. And like being a baby was like the biggest diss for me as, oh as a child. I was like, oh my God. Like, I don't want to be looked at as a baby. I want to be a big kid. And so when she put me in kids club, my parents never taught me how to swim. Yeah. I don't know why. Like they never put me in swim Did class, they teach which a, is dangerous. No, I think we all just kind of learned. Okay. I don't really know. Instincts. I don't know. But so. The Titanic shipwreck. There you go. Shipwreck. <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> um, and um, so Esty had to take care of me that day because I refused to go to kids club. And so she was so pissed because she wanted to meet up with these like teenage boys at the jacuzzi. I'm like, okay. And what she did, which is so irresponsible as a sister, she put me in the pool. It was like a huge resort pool. She sat me down on the seat and she literally looked at me and she pointed at me and she was like, if you move from this seat, I will kill you. Oh my God. And I was terrified of her anyways. Cause I like, I also didn't want, cause she was like, you, I knew exactly what was going on. She wanted to go hang out with the boys. Yeah. And so she was going to get into so much trouble. I mean, my dad would have killed her if you knew, cause I didn't have any floaties on. I'm in a pool. I'm in like a full fucking pool. <gasps> and I was so terrified that I, that Essie was going to get in trouble, that I was going to get in trouble. But so she sat me down. 
she was like if you move from the seat i will kill you and i was like cool left me in the pool you know when there's you know there's like a railing when you get when you're on the steps to like you know help yeah. you get in the pool i was sitting as a child going under like putting my head under the water and going up and down <gasps> under the like railing and then somehow I had just figured out that I could swim like I like figured out that I could like kind of do it and when I tell you like the excitement so... of learning how to swim and I couldn't do anything because I couldn't tell anyone because yeah. I couldn't leave the step wait this is a beautiful As story. As came back like an hour later, I could have you died. You were an Olympic swimmer by that time. I was fully an Olympic swimmer, but I could have fucking died. Like I totally could have died. Seven? Probably like six or seven, and probably. She's, I keep forgetting how many seven, years eight, older. Nine, 10, 11. She literally left me in the pool for like an hour, but you know what? I learned how to swim and you know what? I survived and she didn't get in trouble. There you go. Okay. So, so let's just tell our listeners, everyone every week has been like, where is Danielle? Danielle? Where is Danielle? Explain, Where is she now? Okay, so happened. you guys, we have to we have to fess up to something. So we all know my sister Danielle Sari Hyam. She doesn't usually speak. You know, she's very she's very mysterious. Me and Esty always hog the mic. We know we hear you. I see all the comments. We never <laughs> let Danielle speak. I want to say three months ago, I wrangled my sister Danielle to do a whole episode. We filmed or, or we recorded an hour long an hour's episode. Worth. An hour long episode. We were lolling. We were crying. We were having a <laughs> having a time. <laughs> we were having a time. We're so excited because we knew all of you guys were like, Where is Danielle? Where is she? Every Where week. is Danielle? Like hoping this will be the one. This is the one. We take the memory card out. We put it in our reader to upload. My recorder <laughs> works perfect. My yeah. my audio is clear as crystal. Oh yeah. My audio somehow, and, and our producer, Danny, who is editing this episode right now, will vouch for us. She full-blown verbatim said, I have never seen this happen before. The whole audio was scrambled and had basically gotten deleted. Card error. Card they error. They kept saying like card error card when they tried to upload it. And Danielle's episode was lost. Fully lost. Which Fully lost. was so fitting. <laughs> Like yeah. we were laughing about it. I was like, of it. course, out of all, we've, sh- we've done 25 episodes yeah. of free period. And the not one. one, not one and was that. And she was like, Danny was like, we've never seen this We've before. never seen this. And it was Danielle's We episode. actually even tried to hack the system. We got some like. Uh, we hired people to literally yeah, try to get this audio. It, and it didn't work. So today. And it didn't work. We're, we're going to have Danielle on for however long, but it, it's going to, it's a wrap up episode. It's so a wrap up. So we're going to get her on. We it'll be a me, tight 10. Tight Danielle, you want to come? come? You guys, welcome Danielle. Welcome Danielle to the pod the second time. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to finally be here. Sorry we screamed your name. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Danielle. (laughs) We're going to talk. We're just going to chat about middle school, high school, whatever you want. I know. We are going to just ask you the question we always ask our guests. Okay. Were you cool in seventh grade? I was not cool in seventh grade. I think I thought I was cool, but I was not cool. I had braces. Danielle not had that braces. that's uncool. I think braces are actually cool. They're definitely cool now. I feel like there's like a whole thing about kids wanting braces. And I was like, I wish that was what it was like well, when we were doing Well, don't you see everyone wearing little... Um, Oh, Invisalign? No, oh. people are now, there's a trend going on right now where it's like little rhinestones oh, on yeah. teeth that people yeah. are doing, oh. which is basically like a cousin bra- of braces. Yeah, exactly. and I, it's the cool cousin that smokes cigarettes cool of braces. I, I, think the, I think the braces were totally cool. I think what was uncool were the rubber bands. Yes. <gasps> what colors did you get? Okay, colors? See, I didn't do colors. I didn't clear. do colors. I did clear. But that's when clear. the food gets yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember you doing clear. Yeah, I didn't do colors. Maybe I did baby blue. Maybe oh, that's because maybe cute. I thought I did you know dark blue. I think I did baby blue braces because <gasps> it brought baby? out your eyes. No, because like I thought that maybe it like didn't really bring up attention to it or something. Actually, like not baby. It's kind of like nice color. Baby, <laughs> not baby blue. Maybe it was like just silver blue. I don't really remember. You have. I'm actually looking at your teeth for the first time ever. <laughs> you have fantastic teeth. I know. Thank you. They kind of chilled out. Like I got my because I used to have a huge space gap in my. So did I. And and the braces, you know, fix that. But now it's kind of. It gives me, a, I have a little gap. Your teeth are so much better than mine. Well, you don't have a tongue thrust, which don't What's even, I don't even thrust? know what that is. Okay. So when I swallow, my tongue pushes have, on my two front teeth and my bottom teeth. Me too. But doesn't everyone have that? 
No. Mm, I don't think I do. You're supposed to swallow on your... That's why I have a space on my upper teeth and my bottom teeth and that I have a huge gap because I I have a tongue thrust. And I was supposed to like my orthodontist, again, I had a fucked up orthodontist. We both did. Danielle, but you were fine. But yeah, no, I've never cured it. And that's why I have crazy fucking teeth. I have a gap too and I'm starting (sighs) to get snaggle tooth. I Me sent too. Alana a photo and it's, it's, we're fully matching. What's, what's not cool is I have definitely have TMJ. Oh yeah. Which oh. is unchill. I need to get that. Do you keep your out. anxiety? Do you clench? I do. Maybe. And, and, but of course I can't really tell. And like, until I wake up in the morning, I'm like, Hmm, tension in my head. So bad in the yeah. headaches. Okay. So seventh okay. grade, you were like, I want to remember cool. like what I loved, like a vintage baby tea. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Which I think are coming back. Yeah, oh, they are. they're back. Um, like a tight, tight, like a, like a, like a chill, like a vintage children's. Yes, top. Yeah. Yes. You know, I don't know. And then like really low rise jeans. Yes. Yeah. That I would get from Ross. Wait, did mm-hmm. you have the pelvic bones that jutted out? Yes, yep. I did. Ooh. I know. I did. Um. God. But yeah, I loved a Paris Blues jean. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, very low rise. I was into the Madonna um, music era where she had those big buckles, which are also coming back. I those know. Those Western buckles. Yeah, I've I, been wearing one. I love lot. it. Oh. I'm going to wear one tonight. To I love it. Mine was bejeweled. <laughs> we got it downtown. Yeah, the sample sale. The sample sale. Is it I the pink it one? Do you have like a yeah. pink one? Do you still one? have it? I think my mom no. has it. Maybe my mom. My has mom have also, closets from seventh or from middle school and high school. They're still there, yeah. No, but, have, yeah, but like I don't the, know if we got rid of stuff in the. I don't really remember. I don't remember. <gasps> I don't remember. But I, I loved a low rise flare mm-hmm. with a buckle and a baby vintage tee were and you make, braces, were you and making, I straightened my hair, and I had side bangs. Yeah. We, when I'm trying to think in seventh photos. grade, no, I got side bangs in high school. You and I, so Danielle and I found photos of us around the same time and we had the exact same side bangs yeah we had the exact same do you remember we found yeah. them on our yeah. facebook yes which yeah like throwback I photos i need, on I need to give you guys some photos and we were I like know. we look like sisters and then alana and i look like sisters. it's yeah. just like it's it's strange it's too much it's too you much. guys look closer in when you guys were both in high school, high school. we look closer mm-hmm. now so because weird. you guys both had side bangs i, I could never so again could never pull dark, it off oh my god hair. what about yeah. washing just my, I had Just such a greasy, I had a greasy ass face and yeah, so my bangs would be greasy, but the rest of my hair looked good. So I would just <sighs> wash. It was like a whole I do thing. the same to this day, yeah. you know? Yeah. I wash the just sink, make, just mm-hmm, wash the, the bangs. Sink. I have not had bangs in so long. I kind of want to yell to get bangs again. You look <laughs> so good. You could just do the um, curtain. Yeah, um, just I know. Do these. Maybe it's I will. so fun and it feels yeah. flirty and French. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Um, so, okay. So, who were you? Were you writing music at 13? No, okay. I was definitely not writing music. I was loving music and mm-hmm. so into music. I was probably more into, like, I f- feel like you guys talk about this all the time, like, bar, bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs and, like, yeah. dancing. Like, yeah. I love dance. dancing. We also would take dance classes. I think it was oh, yeah. more at, at that dance moment complex. in my life. Like, <laughs> I love music and I played guitar. And I played a little bit of drums because our dad just had them in the living room. And I was in jazz band in middle school, but I like, I was very much a, a ear, like. You could I, play by ear. You couldn't read. I could read. play by ear and I like really couldn't read. And I, yeah, I couldn't really read. I still really can't, but um, not very well. But I would just learn all the solos and all the chords just like by ear and just kind of fake it, which worked for me. I can't play jazz band. Well, because you the the teacher at Louis Milliken. Just like a pentatonic kind of thing. <laughs> it's so funny. Um well the teacher at Milliken was like terrifying. Like Miss yeah, King. Miss King, I know. I mean R.I.P. She's not around anymore, but she was she, very scary. I don't even understand what it would be like to teach like like kids that age music. Like I understand she was intense. Yeah. And I get it, but it, she was terrifying. She and she it was, was like terrifying. a whole. It was like a whole orchestra. Like you had a horn whole section, orchestra. percussion section, yeah. and we were in middle school. Yeah, I was seventh grade. So lucky you guys went to Loxa. 
Well, well that, that, was that was Milliken. Excuse me. <laughs> that was Milliken. That was Milliken. So lucky you went to Milliken. Yeah. I was too scared of the teacher, so I never went in a jazz band. Both Esty and Danielle were in jazz band. We and I was like, absolutely not. Band. I don't have... Anytime Esty and Danielle had scary teachers, I was like, no, I'm not doing this. No. Yeah, of course not. Absolutely not. People pleaser. Yeah. No, no I'm like, Fine I will have attention. a mental breakdown yeah. if okay. I have a terrible teacher. But so did you, did you, you're in, you're playing music, but you're not writing music No, yet. I didn't even dawn on me to like write music. It was not... I didn't know how. I didn't know how people did it. No way. No, I like, I, you know, I don't know. It was just not something in my. No. But when did you discover that you could write music? My dad, our dad took us to Guitar Center and I got this Tascam like four track thing. And I was just so into the idea of recording sounds. And we had, I forget what the keyboards, we had some 90s keyboard and a mic and yeah I think I like I think it was eighth grade when I started using this like Tascam thing or maybe ninth grade I don't really remember no you were young when we got the Tascam yeah I still I don't really understand young. how you knew how to do that because it was on tape it was like, literally I like figured, a tape the guy it. at it was the thing where like yeah I don't even think there was YouTube like the guy at Guitar Center begrudgingly kind of showed me how how it worked and yeah I figured it out but it was really frustrating because it couldn't transfer. I mean, again, I don't really remember all, a lot of it, but it's not like there. It, you would record on a tape, but you couldn't then put it in your tape player and play. It would like be really, I don't know why, but it like yeah. wouldn't actually play so you would just, through that. Oh. So I would just listen to it through the Tascam because oh I didn't know how to transfer it. Like, right. Because you weren't like an engineer. Yeah, yeah. no, I like, didn't know how to do it. So like I would just have all these like little songs. I, w- I was very inspired by like now looking back, I know what it was, but it was like Dark Child and it was like that harpsichord sound. I was like very into, yeah, you know, like exactly. I was very into like that was what I loved. And we loved old music, too. Yeah. Like we loved, you know, Beatles and all the stuff that our parents would listen to. But like I was so into like R&B in like 2002 and 2001 and the Neptunes and Timbaland. Alana said this on the pod where you were so enamored with producers. Yeah, I was like very into production. Well, that's I think I think it was so cool at that time because all of these R&B producers had such specific sonics and now knowing more about producers like every era had that but like you know Neptune's production versus Timbaland production versus Dark Child it was just I like would be like wait why does this sound like that and I, and I th- it was just something I was early on kind of thinking about but yeah I, I found this kind of fake harpsichord sound where we were on did you this find it? on this I don't know I what think, this I think keyboard with is. With Rockenheim, I always had that keyboard. Yeah, it we was had. Like it was like, like a something Yamaha. with like exactly yeah. like, like a Yamaha, Yamaha like with something like cheap that like literally like every weird '90s yeah. sound. Honestly, yeah. I'm like, where is that? Yeah, I, I was just it. gonna say <laughs> it's probably at mom and dad's it's probably, house. Yeah, but I remember doing like fake kind of R and B, like harpsichord, Dark Child stuff, and like you know, I think that was that was kind of my first. Fourier into writing music was like that kind of style, which is so funny. I know, <laughs> no, that's not that's so not funny. crazy. You, yeah, you, that's still in your music, I find. But it was like, thank you. Yeah, yeah it's very much. I'm very inspired by like sonics. Yes. I think more than you know than just chords or something. But well, fun behind the scenes for this podcast as <laughs> a wrap up is that Alana. Actually, you are very into Sonics as well. And whenever we're editing these episodes, you're very, very conscious of the sounds and yeah. the mixes. I mean, I'm like, turn my screeching <laughs> voice down. I'm like, am I just like fully full blow, like screaming in this microphone? I'm like, poor Danny, no, our you, producer, like has sonic. to, I'm like, turn me down, please. But that's so cool that you were in. And so what year is the Tascam? What, so this is 2002. Like, so you're, yeah. I'm in seventh grade. Seven, yeah. Okay, yeah. There you go. Eighth grade, 2003. But that also, I got into the Strokes late. Like I didn't know it straight. I remember seeing um, the $2 bill show because we didn't have MTV2. But there was a Strokes $2 bill show that they would like kind of tease on MTV. And I'd be like, who are these really cool looking people? Like I didn't. And it wasn't until my friend Carly, I think, got Room on Fire, which was the second album. And at that point, I was in ninth grade or no. When she showed it to me, I think I was it was still late. Like they had come out with it. 
But that's the first drugs record I actually got into was Room on Fire. Which and then so you funny. went on tour. And then I did. Like which ten, is you manifested. How many years later? When you were later? 18. Yeah, no, I was Had 19. You just graduated. Okay. I yeah. was 19, but uh, yeah, I guess I got into the strokes like when I was 13. So uh, yeah, it's so weird. And so it's were you weird. also into like, this is such a stupid question, like crush, did you have crushes or were you like very focused on school oh. and music or did you have, so into in a cr- crazy turn of events, Danielle was like, sorry that I'm saying this on the pod, but you were not a good student, which is, I find so oh funny. Oh my God. I, was I find that so funny. The wor- because, Why? I feel like I'm, well, I just feel like you're like the genius of the family. Oh, I you. think you're the oh genius. You're, you're oh also an God. Aquarius. You all are so smart. Yeah, you're also the Aquarius of the family, which means you're the genius of the Zodiac. But so I've heard so I've heard um but I would always think because you like I feel like you you're like the middle child you're like very soft-spoken like you you were like you very much kept to yourself growing up as far as I know when I was seeing it from the outside you would think that you would be like the craziest like studying all the time like Danielle was like a stoner (laughs) which is I was a stoner that didn't smoke that much weed no I just I think I was kind of in my own world but you were a terrible student I just knew I think in the middle of high school I realized like I don't want to go to college like I don't want to go away I want to because I had started writing music in high school and I think you know we went to an arts high school where it's weird like futures weren't really talked about a lot it was kind of like everyone was gonna go to college for their art and to me I was like wait there's you know some um there's some art like artistic uh careers that like you don't necessarily need to like learn about the like and I know and I at the time I mean it's funny looking back I don't know why I had such um confidence in myself but at the time like you know I was looking I was trying to figure out how bands got signed or how people got signed and like going to you know music college was not in <laughs> yeah it's not no the one ever the really trajectory. Yeah. so early yeah. on I kind of was like you know a lot of all of my friends wanted to go to school for their art and I just was like I don't want to do my art yeah. and I you know so and not I don't think I have to necessarily learn about pop music to do it and a lot of people's trajectories are different and I think music school can be, can be great for people but for me early on I was just like I don't think I don't think it's for me so I just really quickly did not give a shit about school I at know. all. Great. I kind of like saw the writing on the wall. I was like, okay, I just need to graduate. But I still have nightmares about not graduating. I do well, too. there's I like, do I think we said this when you, on your forgotten episode that is forever <laughs> deleted, but there was like one instance where you were in, what was Miss Hernandez? What was that class? Was that social that was studies? Government. Oh, government. You were in, so you were, you were in government class. Oh and God. I was really <laughs> bad. You guys, I don't want to go into, I was like bad. I would, I would not did it. I did not do any work. Danielle, and I Danielle would kind of come really, in. Really, when I, I tell really, you, like, Danielle did not. did not ever do work, and I would get in trouble. So Danielle was a senior when I was a freshman. We had this one. I had freshman studies, which was like a weird class that, like, I don't know what. It, I guess it was study hall for freshmen, but like no one ever did anything. But the teacher for freshman studies was also the physics teacher. So Danielle was taking the same. Danielle was taking this physics class from the same teacher that I had freshman studies, and Danielle would ditch. All the time. Danielle would ditch all the time. And the teacher would come up to me and be like, where was your sister this morning? You guys, I still (laughs) have nightmares about this. Like, do not ditch high school. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I feel like I I still have crazy nightmares to this day. Where were you? You would just go to Starbucks. Starbucks. (laughs) I would just like... To be fair, like I had a car like and lemon so, pound cake. Yeah, like yeah. exactly. Cookie crumble. No, yeah. no crumble. Like, the get coffee it. Crumble. Coffee like, crumble. You know, I didn't. I think my senior year, I finally had an iPod. So like, I would go and <gasps> I would like listen to you know what would I listen to like Feist. I and, loved like, yeah. Love her still. And like be like let it die. Oh, that like, was my favorite. My, in, and like have like a like a vanilla latte because I like didn't <laughs> we like didn't the like taste coffee, of coffee. Yet. And like I'd be like this is my life. Like st- at the Starbucks listening to Feist. Like I feel so grown up. You heard it here first. I know. <laughs> These are the early days. Early, early days. days. But oh, yeah, I just like God. I wanted to be out of school so bad, so bad, and just like have my own life. Then who were your crushes? Oh, I had a huge crush, but I don't want to say his name. You don't have to say We never say names. We never say names. Willie St. Marie. Yeah, except for Willie St. Marie. Sorry, Willie. There was a moment. I never had a boyfriend. I didn't really have a boyfriend all throughout high school, but I really didn't have a boyfriend in middle school. No one really liked me. So 
when I got into high school, there was this one boy who was really cute. He'd wear like vintage Levi's. He'd wear like bell bottoms. He'd wear bell bottoms. And, and also this is like right after Almost Famous is out. Right. So it was like old Levi's bell bottoms with like, you know, cowboy boots and like a uh, baseball vintage tee. Kind of like Ben Queller. He yeah, had Ben yeah. Queller vibes. I was a huge Ben Queller fan in middle school. That is, I think yeah, that was like we my talk eighth about grade. Ben Queller yeah, all the we time. We love Ben Queller. Shout out to Ben Queller. And I thought he was so cute. Yeah. Um, and this guy kind of looked like Ben Queller. But there was a moment where like maybe at the very beginning of like, li- like three weeks into high school, it was like, oh, this guy's cute. I think he kind of thinks I'm cute. It's on. And then like quickly that did not <laughs> happen. And then so for the next three years, I was just so, I really liked him a lot. And I was kind of like Helga, though. Like, I was kind of like, I was very much like. You were Helga G. Pataki, Danielle? I was very Helga. I was like, I would try to be like, you know, he knew a lot about music, and I would always try to one up one up him on music. Oh, my God. You know, it was he like, like it was loved like Led Zeppelin, fist, and fist I was like, hand, like well, Led Zeppelin sucks, like, or whatever. Tasha loves that Led Zeppelin. You. No, and I love Led Zeppelin, but like I think in the moment I was like, yeah, you know, and, and he, he was a theater major, and, and at that point, Definitely in junior year, I started getting into like Animal Collective, and he was way more of like a classic rock guy. And I was like, no, I don't know. Indie scene. Yeah. Well, it was all because he like he ended up. I think didn't he end up like dating somebody else? Like you guys thought that like, he you dated thought- like all the hot girls at our school. Yeah, a lot of hot girls. And I was just like, well, but I yeah. So <laughs> you pined after him. Pined, but he would have never known because I was like you were mean. so mean. Helga. <laughs> I was so mean to him. And, and did like, anything ever happen ever? No. no. I my like funniest like because I was with you in high school when you know all this was going down. My 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 memory of being a freshman when you were in high school was we would you were a carpool driver. You were my carpool driver, and you yep. had two other girls in our carpool, and we would drive from the valley and the second that we would get on the freeway like because there was always traffic on the five was it the five mm-hmm. this is very californians know, the Californians. we there would always be like bumper to bumper traffic on the five because everyone's getting to work and stuff and the second that we would hit traffic it was like windows down beanies on Gloves. one glove on and everyone Smoking would smoke on, outside the car like Holy. it was like and i would what, what time is this this, this is, is like 7 a.m. 7 a.m. So Why was I smoking at 7 a.m.? That is so hardcore. I know. 7 a.m. And Wait, well, sorry, I would what grade? reek. Talk about grades. Danielle this was is, a, senior a senior and senior. I was a freshman. I parliaments. I don't know if we can talk about those. Wait, of course we? you okay. can. We can do- I don't know. I feel oh my God. We've literally talked do you about remember everything. Pink elephants, the camel. It was like an, a limited camel. They were pink cigarettes no. and they were by camel no. and they're called pink elephants and and it was oh, like marlboro 27s those. were the cool oh, cigarettes yeah, yeah. and then pink elephants no. i always the coolest people had the celebration cigarettes like that's like what you would get people nat for nat sherman's oh. that you would get people oh, for their birthdays birthday yeah. Like, yeah but that was like the big thing was like for birthdays like you would like your friends would get because back then you could when you were 18 you could buy cigarettes now it's 21 yeah, but like for, on your Is 18 it 21 now yeah it's 21 what? no yeah Yes, you in guys. California? No. In, in New ca- York? It's- you guys, in California, you have to, and in New York, you have to be 21. No. You have to be 21 to get cigarettes now. It's not 18 anymore. Oh, thank God. That's I know. Really I know. Great. Honestly, oh. it's great. On my Wait, 18th birthday, it was know. like, I got cigarettes. scratchers and cigarettes. Oh. I got Playgirl cigarettes because you could buy yeah, like, porn. Porn, porn, yeah, that's right. TBT, TBT. And so, but also, yeah, no. Well, you know, we've talked about this before. What? Just our crushes on guys that went to private school mm-hmm. on right. the west side of los angeles right and their outfit is can we just yes. go okay. down the this, dream i feel outfit. like yes this is very it's weird i feel like it's very niche but i feel like we can get no we get yeah. niche we get niche well i also think it was such a weird time to be in high school because party photography was like such a big thing in i want to say this is 2005 2006 2007 like indie Lee's era and MySpace era and all that stuff, like, you know, spending a lot of time on the internet. And I remember craving, I mean, the thing about our, our high school is that people came from everywhere in LA to go there. You didn't have to be in a district to go there. You know, like in middle school, you had to be 
from oh, the like from yeah, a certain from part of the valley. A certain part of the, like a lot of the people that I hung out with at school like lived an hour and a half away. Like I wasn't going to go see them on the weekend. So I like craved, uh, we would just hang out with each other. Our parents were like, I'm not driving you an hour. I'm not even driving you a half hour. I'm not I'm even not driving, driving you 20 10 minutes. minutes. I'm like, not even driving you the down back, the street. Go into the backyard and kick a ball. Like, yeah. you know, like I like with your sisters. That was how our, our parents were Aww. until SD got her car and then she could drive, but I wasn't going to ask her to drive me to Pasadena to go hang out with my friends. You know, that just wasn't happening. So I would spend a lot of time online just kind of looking, you know, teens or like, you know, high, other people in different high schools would like go out to party and, and they'd have all their pictures taken by Cobra Snake and all that shit. And I'd just be like, I somehow would see these, these, these kids and I like later then would go see them when we would all play shows with them, I'd be like, oh, that guy, that kid looks familiar. But I remember one guy, because I remember he was so hot. He was so hot. <laughs> this style, cemented in our brains forever. Like, the, if I saw someone wearing this on the street, I would yes. go back to seventh grade and my heart would, like, yes. pitter-patter. Yeah. Yes. And very inspired by the strokes, I feel yes. like. Yeah. Correct. And said style, it's not even a style, it's like two two articles of clothing that should not be worn <laughs> together. But, but yet set but, your heart ablaze. But truly was like iconic. Was like a vintage, I want to say navy blue, like sailor blazer with like gold buttons or something. <laughs> like a vintage navy blue or even like a tweed blazer from the 70s with like a American apparel, like red I mean, kind of any color hoodie. <laughs> it was yeah. red, though. It was it red. It was red. It had to be red. Hoodie under vintage blazer. Blazers. And zipped up, right? Mm, no, because no, this open. person in particular, he had chest hair. Oh, V-neck. 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 So he oh, would, yeah, 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 yeah. He would wear a V-neck t-shirt. No, but sometimes, I feel like he didn't wear a t-shirt under the, the oh. red sweat. No, sorry. Maybe it was white, like a V-neck. I think it would be like a V-neck. Also from American the Apparel. Showed the chest hair. Also from American Apparel. Zipped red hoodie. Yes. I mean, and then vintage blazer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, okay, so then what would also go with this is probably long kind of flippy hair yes yep yeah like it was almost famous era still it was yeah. like still water it was yeah um, yes. it was still water it was uh yes uh, what's his name oh my god the lead the guitarist of still water oh yes. billy credit skinny jeans on dudes were like i think i want to say like that's more towards the end like this skinny jeans kind of started happening on dudes like i want to say 2007 like my senior year but earlier it was i feel like almost like a flared jeans totally. but it, they had to be tight yeah, tight at the tight at the thigh. Yes, and like flared at the bottom. Yes, and probably Converse. But then Vans, yeah, Converse. or checkered slip-on yep. Vans. Yep, or Vans. Converse this or is Vans. So specific. No, it's so specific, and I, it is. You know, I was even going to bring up like when you were talking about Guitar Center, the specificity of like the McCabe's and the True Tone, which was on the uh, West Side. That's true. And it's I like never, we never went to. I, I only went there when I was older. I did not yeah. know about those because we were strict. Like our, like I said, our parents didn't like to drive, so we were strictly Valley. There were no cool guitar. I mean, I want, I feel bad saying that, but there were like no. There were a couple like vintage gear places, but my dad, he didn't know anything about. Yeah. Well, we also didn't know anything. We only knew yeah. Guitar Center. Because Sorry, guitar the Capes and True Tone. By the way, Dave, shout out Dave at True oh, yeah. Tone. Um, that it's like a, a small. These were two guitar stores. Yeah, and, but then they sold yeah. new and old they stuff. They right? sold new and old. Right. Yeah. Um, no, we were strictly just like corporate guitar center. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> Static rug. Terrifying. The rug that shocks you Literally. when you touch a yes. keyboard. <laughs> yeah, yes. actually. So scary. But God, I mean, what a time. It's so funny. It's so funny. But then the crush on was real. And, you know, he's still close to my brother, Theo. And I'm always so like, funny. and I, I see all friends still who were the, of the cool group yeah when we were younger oh. and I can't I still to this day I'm like oh my god they're talking to me like I still get <laughs> yeah. that yeah I, because my only thing I just wanted to be seen through their eyes as cool I, know. I just wanted them to think I was I cool know. and they never did no and then I started a band Same. with Theo and then we were like cool right and I think that's when we were considered cool is when we would start playing as high I'm out and I think the thing that was just so crazy about that time was honestly going online and 
wanting to be so a part of every party that was happening on the Cobra Snake. Oh yeah, that was like. So you a ever crazy photographed night. on the Cobra Snake? Like way late. I know. I went on a lot of music blogs starting like ninth, tenth, eleventh, like my old Kentucky blog. Oh, see, I didn't. I wasn't in in up with the blogs. Well, then Animal Collective. It's interesting. It was, yes, I think I was in like infiltrated with that kind of stuff just through people from my school but I wasn't mm. getting it from the internet I remember what? I heard Beach House the first time on <gasps> MySpace because someone had it as their um, uh, MySpace song Dude, yeah. what was your MySpace song Phoenix which one, which one if I ever feel better oh that's a good that's one, a good one. <laughs> It's better I than mine. Mine was Laura Veer's Galaxies. Oh my god! Wait, which I didn't is know that. so? It's because it's like I found it on a blog. It's I in, love uh, it. It was like galaxies are floating, and it's like a, a, oh god, it was a great song. And then I had Jorge Regula by the Moldy Peaches. Oh, amazing! Yeah. And love it. My name on MySpace was Jorge Regula. Oh, I love it. You guys, you guys are so much cooler than no, I was. No, that was me trying to be. Cool. I, but no, but I was so. I mean, I've said this on the pod before, but mine was definitely um, Doctor Hook in the Medicine Trail. I'm like, no, yeah, but which that's is cool. so cool. But yeah. it was. Be- but the only reason why I had it is because I was obsessed with Almost Famous. Yeah. I was like obsessed. I mean, the thing that's like so funny, like when uh, the Almost Famous. I mean, we talk about Penny Lane all the time, but the amount of Penny Lane coats at Loxa were. So I Every girl so had a penny lane it's coat. It's 2023, so and I just walked into a laundry <laughs> closet and on There's the a floor. Penny lane coat. Oh, it's on the floor now. That's on me, though. I That's think Esty. I think Esty. Okay, I think Esty. Okay. It's green. It. It's green. It's so cute. There's, but there is one hanging. There are penny lane coats in, I know. in your closet. I've, I still the amount of times mine. that we would go. So me and Danielle, Danielle would, Danielle and Esty had basically figured out this thing called the dollar sale. We yeah, a lot of kids from my high school went to this this thing every. Sunday which is still happening sale. now yeah. it's at jet rag and they would get these um bales yeah it's like like vintage clothing they would buy them I'm, and I want to say they came from I feel like they came from all over like, all over I America where, I mean like, I wish I knew yeah, where the like, factory was I'm like I want to go to this place <laughs> I think it was just stuff that was left over from thrift stores and they, they didn't want it in their store anymore so they would sell it to them I don't know how much they bought I think they literally bought each bale for like ten dollars. Yeah, and they would and it sell was each pa- piece huge, of clothing for a dollar. These huge bales oh of I want to say like fifty pounds of clothing, <gasps> and they would basically rip open the um, plastic around it, and all of these clothes would just spill at um, on the floor, like on there. It, they would do it in the parking lot of this vintage store, and the treasures we found. Every piece of clothing was a dollar, oh which was like so God. in our budget, just so fun. Which is exactly like. Oh my God. You know, we didn't have much money to play around with, but we loved fashion. I loved fashion. That was the other thing that I would love. I feel like my high school was like music fashion. Yeah. Those were like my favorite things. And weren't you going on fashion blogs like around I was the world? Go- I was going on like Vogue. Again, I didn't really know like where to go. Yeah. I think that was also interesting. Like it was hard to know like where to go on the internet. Yeah. Because I, I like didn't ever talk to my friends about internet the internet which is like i think like i'm people probably talk about the internet so much now to their friends yeah. or like i saw this on tiktok or whatever but like i was never being like hey i saw that's so true but i do remember there was there was this blog called the fashion spot that i was that, really into. i was obsessed yeah. with the fashion which spot. was it's a message there. board it was a message board and uh i think a lot of my early fashion like opinions or whatever probably were from there and I was yeah. like a huge Nicholas Gasquet fan. I remember Danielle used to go. So in the in the Summer Girl music video, we actually are walking uh, right next to this bookstore. But it, there's a store on Ventura Boulevard, right next to Crossroads Trading Company where I worked, um, called Bookstar. Yeah. And Danielle would you can explain? I'm explaining things I for you. I loved like my favorite thing again was like going to Starbucks and getting a vanilla latte because I thought that was <laughs> this like, vanilla so, latte obsession. I thought it was just like such a grown up thing because our parents didn't really drink coffee. Such a thing. They would. My dad would be like. I remember my dad would be like, "It's so stupid to spend three dollars on a coffee now when it's you like can just, seven. I know. Yeah. But he like really didn't understand wasting your money on coffee. You know, he would just had tea in the morning or whatever. Oh. Like Lipton. It was like, what? This is, you know, 10 cents. Like this yeah. is, you know, whatever. But I remember I would like save my money and go get a Starbucks for like three fifty, and because it was on the corner. And then I'd walk. This is when I had my car. I don't even know what I told my parents I was doing. I think I was like, I'm going to a library or something. Yeah. I'd go, which was, this was well, a form of that. Yeah. You were but going I'd to go a library. get this yeah. vanilla latte. I'd walk over to Bookstar. And in the kid, like off of the kid section, there was the magazine section. Oh my 
God. And they had like every single international fashion magazine. Some some were like wrapped in plastic so you couldn't see. You're like, shit. <laughs> but sometimes it would just be open. So there was like Italian Vogue when like, what's it, Franca Sazani was the was the head and and like i just remember being like this is my dream and british vogue and purple and like whatever all this stuff that like i just had never seen before and i would sit in the kids section because there was a table there like a little baby table and i would take a stack of magazines and i would just spend like three hours with my fucking starbucks i don't know how they even let me in with it reading going through all the magazines it was like my i still that was your me time that was like <gasps> my favorite thing ever oh and yeah like i couldn't take pictures of it like i didn't have a camera phone like i didn't so you were just taking the inspiration just with taking you. it in yeah, yeah. And, and then i then, would like go i'd get inspired and then i'd go to the dollar sale and i'd get, get all this vintage clothing and then go yeah. home and cut it all up so cut, were like, cut maxi dresses and squint into, like, really hard yeah. and like you're five miles away it's like kind of looks like a penny lane coat Oh, that is yeah, cool. but that but that yields imagination and yeah. creativity. Like that's I why loved it's, it. that's the coolest thing in the world to then take. It. Danielle um, made her prom dress. I made my prom Do dress. Do you know how to sew? I okay. So going back to the fashion spot, I was obsessed because in my senior year of high school at Loxa, on Fridays you could take a elective, like a in in any art area. So. I decided, but usually people would stay within their art area, like, yeah. but like an elective or like a, it would be like comedy. Like there wouldn't, for theater kids, there wouldn't be like a whole like two day, two day um, a week class for comedy it would just be on Fridays. And it would be like for two hours every week. And it would kind of be like your send off yeah. or, you know, and the, the one class in art in the art department that I always had my eye on was fashion. Because they didn't have a fashion program. It was just this elective on a Friday where you would spend two hours like sewing. So I decided like, fuck it. I'm just going to, my senior year, like I want, I'm so into fashion. I want to take this elective. And I asked, and it was kind of a big deal to let um, someone from music to go into the art class. And it turned out my friend was in theater and she wanted to to do it too. So we were both the like weird kids that weren't in art taking an art class and the very first thing the teacher asked us to do I don't have one drawing bone in my body like that is truly I don't I don't do my makeup well like something about my hand like I'm just not good at it but the very first thing was like draw a handbag you would like to make and when I say it was and you had to share it with the class and I was and by the way I'm in class with kids that I see every day I I have math with them I have English with them and I know them just on like a I don't know anything I don't I've never seen their art I've never you know really seen them because you didn't really like go to art shows and no like like, I would just know these kids as like oh I would only know the you know the the yeah I wouldn't know like how amazing they were in art and I got a peek into kids were drawing like it was as if they were like in my mind I'm like this is fucking Picasso like I <laughs> and mine was like a stick figure was it was so embarrassing <laughs> it was so embarrassing and we had to share with the class oh, and there was a lot of snickering really? like oh yeah oh yeah and I was so embarrassed what did your handbag look like do you remember so at the time I didn't know what it what I was referencing yeah but now I know it was kind of like a Gucci thing okay it had like a ribbon, like I like oh. a down the down the middle. What? It was white, red, and green. I think you, like Gucci, right? But I didn't know that it was Gucci. But in my mind, I was like, I wanted like a like a satchel. Yeah, you should have it made for this pod. Oh. That's our merch. That's our merch. <gasps> oh my god. Um, it was kind of reminiscent of this Chloe bag. Okay, but the Chloe bag was leather. But anyway, because I was obsessed with Phoebe Philo, who did Chloe at the time. My two favorite designers were Phoebe Philo and Nicola Gosquier, who now we know very well, which is insane. Yeah. Because literally, he, I, I was obsessed him. with yeah. him. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, but anyway, I was really bad at everything when it came to that class. But I'm, I'm actually really glad that I pushed myself to do it because it was so embarrassing. It was fully embarrassing. But I knew I wanted to like make my prom dress. So the, so the first half of the year was making this bag. So literally spent so long. Oh, you actually made bag. it. Yeah. So you had to make the pattern. Did you still have it? 
had somewhere it's in probably mom definitely has okay. it um, you had to no make the way. pattern okay. then we went shop we went took a field trip and went downtown to, to, the to get the fabric ended up being a gray bag with this ribbon like red white and gr- and green anyway so yeah and then on this on when we actually went to go make a dress i made a dress that was very inspired by chloe spring summer 2005 i'm pretty sure that's what it was and by that time it was two years old but i didn't know how to like even look at like new collections like i was just anyway it was very inspired by this one collection from chloe um and i'll never forget I didn't even know what fabric I got. So my, my mom was helping me get ready for prom and she was like, Oh, there's a crease in here. I'll let's iron it. Literally. This is like an hour before I'm leaving to go see my friends and get ready. And my mom turns on the iron and then starts to, starts to put it to the fabric and it just starts melting. (gasps) Oh, I remember that. (laughs) Oh my God. It's because the fabric was some, I didn't know what it was. I just liked the look of it, but it was some color. It's sort of like polyester. I wanted it. Yeah. It was like polyester. By the way, for the podcast, you have pictures of this. Yes. It was like this mermaid teal kind of, again, we can, I found the like, it wasn't exactly a rip of of a dress by Phoebe, but it was like in the style of Mm -hmm. this collection. So, and my mom felt so bad. I was like, mom, it's fine. Cause there was just this one part of the dress that was just literally like brown, like a iron. <laughs> to bring it back to present day, you get to now work with so many incredible people in fashion. Does it blow your mind that you get to work with the people you work with in fashion and like all of your idols from ninth grade are now what, like the Nicola Gasquet of it all. Like it's so it cool. It doesn't make sense. And I, I've gushed to him before and I, I can't, t- <laughs> I I'm like such a, I feel like I'm such a creep when it comes to that. I'll never forget on our very, like one of our first fashion shows, uh, we, I saw Bill Cunningham and I was like starstruck. What year? So how old are you at this So point? I want to say this was once we started, started getting into 12, fashion. Maybe? No, 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 no. Later? Later. We didn't really? go like it I can't because I think it must have been in 2013, 2014, 2013, 2014, I think. Yeah. Was it like Rock? It was like a Stella McCartney show. I don't really remember. Okay. Um, And I saw him and I was so starstruck. (gasps) And I took a picture and I put it on my Instagram because I was like, hi, Bill. Like, because he was just like on the other side of the room. But like, Danielle freaked out. I had no idea who this person was. And I I was was like, like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, seeing, uh, Grace Coddington. Oh, like yeah. still to this day, when I see her across the room again, I, I've never really. I've, I've said hi to her once. She's so nice, but like when I see her across the room, I'm just like, oh my god, you know. You revert back to the teen, and yeah, yeah, because you know I would see photos of them. It was also when like street style was becoming big at fashion shows. Like I would look at yeah. the Weekly Roundup. So sartorialist. Oh my god, oh my exactly. God, yeah. You know, I one time saw him in person, and I was starstruck by him because <laughs> I was like, Could this be my moment. Yeah. Um, I dressed to get photographed. Did you? Oh, constantly. No, I'm saying, did you get photographed? No. Oh. I dress. I was hor- I, I dressed horribly. I dressed horribly. When I, I look back so. at the styles of that era, like it's so it's so funny because I do feel like it was just so many things at once. We were just well, opening ceremony what. was starting in I think in like twenty or two thousand seven. I remember going yeah. when I was in high school oh. and it was like the biggest deal to even. It was a museum. You, oh my you just God. went to look at the clothing. Yeah, yeah. And it was so cool. Such a big deal. And then it was yeah. I I I, I completely. I we we that. would go there until they closed. There was know. just such they were such a great place I to loved. discover new uh, designers. But yeah, oh my god, yeah. fashion. Wait, can I say one last thing because I need to say it? Do you Please. remember what happened your night of prom? Do you remember? You okay? I think. Well, it wasn't my fault. It was Esty's fault. Danielle Hyam, are you kidding me? You do not remember what you said to me the night of prom? I feel like you have this wrong. Oh, this is fine. I feel like this you have the, this wrong. This is the good stuff, guys. <laughs> this is the, this is what I will part. Have, I don't remember it going down like this. Me and Essie. So I guess after mom and dad, I think when when mom burned your dress, I think it was before. Burned it was like a day it. before prom. Yeah, burned your that's dress. That's what I'm really trying to figure out. Because that, mom and dad went out of town. I know. And I'm like trying to. I think and I think it because I think when you brought the dress home, because you had to keep the dress at school. You had to keep it at school while you were working on it. You wouldn't bring it home. 
or maybe you could bring it home. This I don't remember. I'm, like, There's something because there might be mom a and dad mix up in the story. No, but before. I think because mom and dad, mom and dad. Well, no, because I remember my mom fucking at my dress, but maybe it wasn't two hours before I had to leave. Oh, no, I think it was. I think it was. Well, the thing is, I think it was because they left the day of your That's prom. That's what I think it was. Yeah, they left the day of your prom, which is also so insane that mom and dad left to go out of town <laughs> where did they go? the night of your prom i don't know where they went i think they went no, so they went to they went to mexico oh they went to mexico they went to cancun oh my god free reign oh, i know they went um that's a whole other long story with Danielle. that's really funny but we don't want we don't have enough time but basically so my parents are out of town i was a freshman i i felt like i was best friends with all of danielle's friends because I was in carpool. Yeah, we Danielle, went to the same. We went to the same school, high school. Was Danielle was gracious, gracious enough to let me into her cool friend group. Aww. I thought they were cool. Um, and it came to prom, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Still had braces, by the way. Still had braces. Um, I remember exactly what I was wearing too. I was wearing a Urban Outfitters white like baby doll dress that Ooh. the zipper had. I got it. I got it for like five dollars because the zipper was broken, yeah. so I would wear a cardigan over it to hide the zipper because oh, the zipper was broken. And I wasn't gonna get it fixed. Um, but SD, we had gone to Bevmo. Talk about Bevmo. Literally, sponsor, this podcast is sponsored by Bevmo. Um, we went to Bevmo. SD got all this alcohol for because Danielle's after prom was at this hotel. So SD had gotten all this alcohol. Danielle's after prom was at a hotel, and me and SD and my really good friend from middle school went to this hotel room like got the whole room stocked like made everything nice got chips got all these things i was like this is gonna be the night of my life (laughs) and then all of a sudden i got a text from danielle and it was like are you at the hotel and i was like yeah dude i was like i'm gonna have a great time can't wait for you to come back and see what we did and literally danielle just texts me and goes you cannot come Okay, to be fair, if that's really what happened, I'm my prom experience was kind of traumatic because Why? on the way there, oh, we were right. all in we all got a limo. I was with I want to say I was with 14 girls, like whatever the max was, and one of my friends brought alcohol and had a flask. And I can't remember if I started drinking. It like to me like I had already been kind of drinking at that point. Yeah. So it wasn't that big of a deal to me, but for some reason like our school really cracked down on like drink like they were really being crazy like once we got to the to the uh to to prom there was like school officials like looking at us Ms. walking huber. in miss huber miss huber and i didn't even like think about it but i remember being like okay that's kind of weird and during prom i want to say 20 minutes in this school official miss mm. huber she's like the vice principal. we talked about miss huber with um maya she comes up to me and I was like really even though I ditched a lot like I was good at not really getting super into trouble I did get caught once but but I don't think I was like a bad kid you know yeah I was pretty shy but she came up to me and she was like you were drinking in the limo and I was like and by the way this is a week before graduation like if I got caught I would not graduate again and I was so close my grades were so bad that I was already in danger (laughs) Of not graduating. Were you on pro- academic probation? Did they have No, that? I wasn't on probation. <laughs> I don't know why. I, we didn't have that. Yeah, okay, okay. But I was like, We had disciplinary fuck. probation. And something not, in my okay. head just was like, bitch, lie. Because it was so, I probably would have, like, I don't know what, like, I, I think normal me would probably have been like, fuck, like, I can't lie because they probably know. How do they know? Mm. But something told me just be like, no. And I literally was like, no, we weren't drinking. She was like, this girl's breath smells like alcohol. Oh I don't want to say her name. And I was like, she was so, and I was just like, no, she's sick. And she had like a halls. <laughs> killing it, <laughs> killing it with the lies. I don't know what Titan. came over me. <gasps> and she believed me. And wow. none of us got in trouble. So I think I was traumatized. Wait, the halls thing is actually genius because it yeah. is almost alcoholic. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe someone had told me that before. That's I don't know where that life came. Life hack. But... <laughs> That was, I was very close to not, to like really getting trouble. So I think if I sent you that text, I was like traumatized and like, was just like, no. Oh, but then- I was like, <laughs> me and my Urban Outfitters dress, I was like, and Essie, 
I like I went to Essie thinking Essie would be like, it's fine, just stay. And I was like, Essie, Danielle doesn't want me to stay. And she goes, okay, oh. I'm taking you home. And I was like, what? You're taking me home? And she was like, yeah. Literally took me home. And then Essie went back and like made sure that everything was okay. What did you okay. do all night? Just fucking stayed in my room, in my yellow in room. room. Danielle's do? seen my yellow room. Yeah. But Terrible what did you, room. What did you do while ever? Like, what did you do? I probably just like. Watched a video. Watched, yeah, like watched a movie or something. Do I don't even TV know. In your room? I forget. No, so, no, uh, but, no, but never. You just would watch on, like, well, my parents were out of town, so I probably just watched TV. I mean, like, they, my, in, the, my, okay. in like the living room. Got my it, dad was like very strict about watching TV, but like they were out of town, which was crazy. But like, I also like I don't think I don't think I was like savvy enough to be like, oh, my parents are out of town. I'm gonna invite people over yeah. and like have my own party. If anything, yeah. I was like, and my like, parents never prom. had alcohol in the house. Like mom and dad never had no, alcohol. Like, I know. They did and not. I wasn't really into drinking. I was more into like smoking weed. Yeah. Like, and I definitely didn't have that shit on me. So like, I I was shunned from Danielle's after prom. We always end with this question: If you could oh, go gosh. back and tell yourself anything in your younger days, would you say you also don't have to answer if you don't want to? I know, but I'm trying to think what what would I say? Yeah, like what would you tell what would you tell, your, would you younger tell your younger self if you could? It gets so much better. Great. I know. I yeah. love that. I love that. Keep that vibe it gets going. So much better. I think it gets so much better from where we are now. I know. I That's what I true. hear. My sister Jessica's like, oh my God, it gets even better. Oh, I hope. Because really 40s are so, so much better than 30s. Oh, it, like, it just get, you know, hopefully it just keeps getting better until oh. girls are... <laughs> <laughs> It's done. It so much better. Well, that's good. I'm down. I like yeah, that. I like I the sentiment. Even though I do, I'm so nostalgic for that time. Oh, and especially so during lovely. COVID, I was talking to my friend Sophia, and, and we were talking about high school, and I was so nostalgic for high school during the pandemic. I don't know why. I because we were. It was like being in our computer room or wherever the computer right. was on IIM. That was yeah. what pandemic. It was bringing back memories of like staying at home because we were grounded or sorry, right. I was grounded and just chatting to friends on AIM. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. I had like a full high school reunion on zoom during the pandemic. Oh, my high school 15 year reunion, by the way, is in I April. Oh I God. wish we were having, the, I mean, well, we can do it for next oh season, God. but like I, sh- I kind of want to go. I can't even believe my 20 year would be in four years. I can't. Time flies. <laughs> Time flies. Save for okay. every moment. Thank you for being Danielle. on the pod, Danielle. Guys. Thank you so much. I'm sorry your you. first episode got lost. That it's was okay. fun. <laughs> now we have, we have three backup recordings of this, so it's definitely going to come out there. Um, thank you, Danielle. Of course. We love yes. you. Uh, Alana. Sash, what a wild a roller journey. coaster. <laughs> you don't want to watch us just like bask in each other. We just <laughs> do another hour. Um, what a journey. What a journey. It's been on free period. It's just the beginning. It's just the it's beginning. It's just the beginning. This has been such but a great we've season. We've had so many amazing guests. First of all, thank you to all of our amazing guests for being on free period this season. Insane. We've had so many amazing, beautiful people I can't share we their got stories. the guests we got. I know. It's crazy. And on top of everything, thank you to everyone that listened that knows all of our inside jokes now all of you can basically be our best friends at this point point. and the fact that anyone i mean we've gotten so many amazing messages i know we say it every week but i've been stopped on the street and and having people say that they they love free period and they feel seen is you it's, know, ev- the it's the greatest gift ever it's why we do this so thank you so yes. much for everyone listening i know and i feel like the last like my last departing words i don't know sasha if you have any departing words but we made this podcast for two reasons, we, me and Sasha felt like who you are in seventh grade is who you are forever. And also what we realized on this journey is that we really needed to give our younger selves a big hug. And I felt like we did that this that season. That sums it up. It does. It up. And Sasha, I love you. I thank love you, you so much, Sasha. Thank you. <laughs> we're also like, we literally just had breakfast together and I now know. we're having dinner We've together tonight. We've literally hung out for five hours today. You literally. <laughs> but it's been like, out uh, since 10 a.m. It's three. Holy shit. <laughs> And then we're going to have dinner in two have, hours. We have dinner in two hours. We're going to shower and then see each other in two hours. What a day. Oh, I love you. I love Thank you so you much. Guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Free Period this season. And we will see you soon after summer break. Yeah. Hags. Hags. <laughs> H-A-G-S. We Bye. love you. Love Bye. You. Bye. Thank you for listening to Free Period, a presentation of Cadence 13 and Odyssey Studio. Bye. Bye.